Thank you, Susanna, for this interview in the Her Impact uh, podcast. Can you talk a little bit about yourself, please? Yes. Hi. Thanks for having me here today. I'm very excited to be one of your first guests. And so good luck with the continuing Thank this you. Nice Thank idea. you very much. Um, I'm, a, I'm currently a postdoc at the Cyprus University of Technology, mm-hmm. working for a live program called Media. Um, which this project is a four-year study, intervention, public, it's a public health intervention study that aims to um, uh, study protection measurements for the public um, during dust storms. Mm-hmm. We cooperate with uh, many organizations in Cyprus, in Crete and Israel. These uh, countries are influenced a lot from dust storms. It's quite frequent and there is no regulations or Um, proper, maybe not proper, but early announcements of the dust storms. So we aim to provide um, early forecast, inform the public when a dust storm coming through uh, media and um, phones applications, mm-hmm. and also give them some protection measurements that uh, we are going to study how easy to implement are and how efficient they are. And um, when we have the results, we will like to, you know, Publish give it. more to the public. I mean, it's, it's been done for the public. So the role of the project is to have warnings to people, to warn them about dust storms, right? One part, yes. In one part, which is very important for, some, for, the, for the whole yeah. public, right? And try to um, give early warning as possible, because... It's not that you can um, forecast these events from days ahead, mm-hmm. but we aim at least three days ahead. Okay. What? Wow, three days? Very yeah, important. Yeah, that's what the forecasting um, uh, people are doing there. And three days, the people can take a measure to protect themselves. Yes. They know... Well, at least three days before, you get like um, a hint mm-hmm. if it's going to happen, and then the more uh, you are closer to the day, then you're more sure. So we don't want to give also a false warning because that's also... Um, people will not like to, you know, take all these measurements and then yeah. there is nothing. It's also tiring for so It's the negative public. towards the public. Yeah, so. so it's better to give them the right prediction than early. Mm-hmm. But we are trying to combine, you know, both and give the best. And what is your personal role in this project, very important project yeah. for the public. Um, so my PhD is on environmental health, focusing on air pollution. So I'm at the, I have the role of exposure uh, scientist with some other people from uh, Crete and Israel as well. And um, during this intervention study, we are also assessing um, the indoor air quality because people are spending, you know, as you know, most of your time in, in indoors, either your work or schools or houses. So we're going to measure um, their quality inside the house and compare what is going on outside to see if we are um, reducing as much as possible, at least the inside, because the outside you cannot control um what's going on with the dust. So your role is to find out the dust that enter our house that can cause 
problems to our health, right? Yeah, we are going to assess the interventions that we are proposing. What do you mean intervention? Maybe some people don't understand um, that. So we're going to have three intervention groups. The first intervention is people to not do anything, the participants of the study. Ah, okay. The one intervention is... Um, I'm going to give a general what we're going to do because I cannot say more no, because no, course, we're early in the study. Um, so the the first one, it has to do with outdoor activities, mm-hmm. how to people can protect from out, being outside. Yes. And then the third one is a combination of indoor and outdoor measurements that they can take. Okay. And, and your role is to find out the measures indoors. My role is to assess the outdoor and indoor, what people are exposed outdoors, what they're exposed indoors, okay. and the measurements that they're taking, at least inside, um, are good enough. Their, their quality is better. The most time you're spending inside, so that's that's why it's your focus. Yeah. Because most of the time you spend it inside, that's why. To see if the measurements they're taking, at least inside the house, are good enough. Oh, okay. Done doing nothing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's great. Very important role and good luck with your project. Thank you. But let me take you back when you started. How did you start um, in science? Because that's science, right? Yes. So you started as a public health expert. What is your studies? Um, so my first degree, I got a bachelor degree in chemistry because... Um, as a teenager or as a kid, I, well, at least as a teenager, I really like chemistry and mathematics. Uh, chemistry was like my passion. I, I was really into chemistry. So my first step was like, okay, let me study chemistry and see how it's going to go from there. So you like chemistry from a child? From your child? Yeah. Why, no. do, why do you like chemistry? I mean, it, you know, usually young girls, they prefer to do something, models or whatever. It's oh, very rare. If I was a model, I would be fine as well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take me wrong, but um, chemistry for me was like a puzzle. It was like uh, fascinating me to see how um, things work, like what is behind in nature and in your life that you cannot see because, and you can explain so much things uh, that you experience during the day that you don't think about. Um, so, so, you, so it's like being observer observer of life, right? In yeah. In science. And explain, oh, this is why this is happening, or... Mm-hmm. Find the reasons about nature yes. and life. It's fascinating to, to see what's going on in things that you cannot see, because you cannot see molecules, uh, molecules or uh, atoms. Okay. But, uh, and I also had a really good teacher. Um, so you, you so got inspiration. Yeah, she was an influence. Even she uh, was trying to convince me to become a medical doctor, but <laughs> she, you choose she, what you wanted to yeah. choose. <laughs> um, so after that, and during my studies in chemistry, we had different um, uh, directions that you can take at least at the at the last year. Most of my friends they chose the more like food chemistry. I think I was the only one who decided, oh, I like the environment more. <laughs> okay. So I did a little bit of chemistry about the environment, air, water. and Why did you choose environment? Did you hear the news about climate change? What, what did no, you drive actually there? back then I didn't know much about climate change. I just, it was the same. Um, 
how the environment works. Uh, it's fascinating to see what's going on and how they interact. And to be honest, water, food, air, they're all like one big uh, cycle. So there are no boundaries in nature. No, no. Um, so I did that. Mm -hmm. And then when I was trying to find, um, okay, which focus I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, um, my sister actually recommended me about the master's uh, degree. <laughs> Who is your sister? <laughs> I don't know. She's talking about me, of course. <laughs> um, a master's program in public health that was in Cyprus. Mm -hmm. That's the only one, I guess. In Back then? In um, some years ago, yes, <laughs> um, not mentioning how much. Yeah, okay. It was this uh, program. Um, Cyprus government was uh, cooperating with Harvard School of Public Health, yeah. and they had a master's degree in uh, in Cyprus, which it's a very for you. You'd be very fortunate to get in this program. Um, so that combined the environment, your love, and chemistry. Your two loves, I guess, in a way. It was something new. It involved things that I did and things that I had. It's a combination on exposure to uh, environment and the public health. Um, so it's the health effects of uh, being exposed to water, air, food. To the so it's like a, yeah. a step beyond. Okay? okay, we know about the environment. We know what's going on in there. What does that cost to people and was the, the good and the bad. What did you f find it fascinating in the public health uh, science? Because it's, as you said, one step forward to the environment, let's say, uh, science. What yeah. You, that one that drives you when you work so hard to do. When I did my master, um, I was not expecting to be that good. It was just something new that was... It sounded interesting at the beginning, but then... I think I got into it a bit after during my doctoral studies because I, during the masters I met with my I met my advisor who, well, my doctoral advisor is not my advisor he's my friend right now. Um, <laughs> a, he's a air pollution expert, hmm. Professor Petros Kudragis, and I met him and I expressed my my interest in. Um, Doing a doctor um, in, in continue my studies in um, your PhD. In PhD. Okay. Um, not just because I wanted to do a PhD, but I, you know, at the at your last month in your masters, you are thinking, okay, what is next? Because studies are almost done, and you're like, okay, you have so many choices. You need you want to see what you want. Mm -hmm. Uh, all graduates, I yes. guess. They pass course, our that's uh, like, oh my God, I'm freezing. What's going on now? <laughs> um, I worked before in uh, industry for a few months before my master's. And then I realized it's not something I really want to do because it's like repeating the same thing over and over again. I mean, that's what it is. To make a product, there is some procedures that you just follow and you cannot change much. And so I didn't, I wanted to do more. I wanted to do more research. I just wanted to do something, be, do something for the greater good. It cannot be, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say the planet. 
Yeah. You know, that's a but big ambition. Things takes one people at a time doing yeah, something. Yeah, but in, in, you can do something in a small scale, you know. Yeah. Well, everybody can yeah. do that, and they have a big scale. It's fine. It's as far as you're doing something that you like and you have interest and passion. I think it's good for yourself and and good for the people. Because, I mean, you work so many hours a day and for so many time in your life, you want to like something that to you're like doing and yeah. have a good impact. So you were drawn by your own impact to have an yeah, impact. Yeah, I the wanted world. to to do some like actual good thing and uh, be productive. Um, so I thought you know, and have a challenge. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, you know, the one way to do that is getting to research more. Um, so I like getting a PhD was one of the next step, let's say. So and your PhD was about air quality? Environmental health. Okay. Environmental health. We, it was a five years program at the Harvard School of Public Health. In USA, I guess, yes. right? Boston, Massachusetts. So the Harvard School, the actual yeah. university. So from the Cyprus program with Harvard School of Public Health, that gave me actually um, the motivation and also the opportunity to apply there mm-hmm. because like thinking that I could go to Harvard that was never in my mind. I mean, I could never think was that. that not would even be a dream. Possible. <laughs> it's just like Harvard from the movies. That's it. Yeah. But you did it yeah, because I you did. have an opportunity to do so, I right? Did because sometimes you just um, things happen, things I guess, happen, in a way. Yeah, and you just need to grab the opportunities that come in your on your way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a five-year program. The first three years you do is more like um, uh, course work. So you take uh, classes to. Um, have some credits so we did a lot of in epidemiology environmental health and air quality and the good thing you could take like classes from harvard and also like mit or other good universities oh, okay you can do that yeah wow. it's a, it has some limit on how many courses you can take but you could so you have been to mit i, I went to mit i took a class wow. mit is really important university about uh, technological i guess yeah, it's mostly the massachusetts institute of technology so because boston is like the center of many big university very important universities right it's a yeah, very student like university and also hospital oriented Okay, so it's the health sector is very in research. It's very yeah, in general in research, and also there, uh, hosp- there are many hospitals and many uh, specializations and many like good doc. Well, I'm pretty sure that it's they have good uh, uh, universities and uh, hospitals, not just USA but the rest of the world. It's just Boston is like a combination of universities and hospitals. Okay. Um, so how is was your life there in Boston? Did you enjoy it? Except from the, I guess, work loan you have to do as a PhD. Is... You had, it was a, at the beginning, it was very challenged to, you know, get it, because you arrive there and you're like, okay, you start. Um, but... It was hard? It, it was hard. It was a lot of work to do, but I didn't mind the work. So what, was, what kept you doing what you actually, were doing? the relationship with the professor was very good. It was the first time in my life that I had this relationship with the professors, it was, they were 
expect they were very smart and they're they were very approachable so you didn't feel like you're just a student in a classroom you are a doctor student which that gave you prestige i guess yeah but also it was more like face to face it's like i know these things guys so let me give you my knowledge you know we can exchange uh, ideas uh, so they feel that you are in the, the same level as them i guess in a way somehow not exactly you're still a student I yeah mean, yeah they know much more but it's a university yeah but that's the whole thing the university to exchange ideas not just to get knowledge all the time there was not this big gap yeah. between a student and a professor well, it was more club it, they were very approachable Uh, so the, when you have that kind of behavior because as you said maybe in the University of Athens you didn't have that I guess yeah uh, your chemistry you did in the University of Athens I my yeah my bachelor degree in chemistry was at the Athens so University I, I mean you have this experience with different universities so if you have that that approach with professors does it help you as a student? Oh yes, a lot. I mean, I was not expecting, you know, Harvard professors. I thought they were more snob. Mm. But oh my god, it was the other way around. They they were they're very approachable, they're very helpful. Um and that's, you know, you you don't feel like you're going to a boring class. I'm not saying that um <laughs> It happened before. <laughs> but you like what you yeah, were doing, I like right? what I was doing. Maybe that's why you didn't find it so boring. No, it wasn't boring at all. <laughs> it, it, was, was it was challenging. Yeah. It was challenging. And you said before you it were was, a challenge. Yeah, it was, it was challenged with also yourself because it's a five years program and you're not 18 anymore. You're much older. That At some point, well, yeah, at least you realize, well, for me... Uh, the grade was never a big thing, you know. I was not a competitive person, so I went there like to learn and get my degree. And that's that. That's yeah, that. I didn't want to prove that I'm better than any someone else, mm. because you find that uh, like everywhere. The PhD levels, of course. Oh, you okay. find this everywhere, I think. Um, so it, it's you don't go there to prove something. You, because maybe you can prove maybe it's yourself. already proven. No, it's something that you do for yourself, mm-hmm. and um, you want to do as much as as better as possible. I mean, you cannot. If you want to be the best, then that, that's your choice. Uh, but I feel like you don't have to always prove that you are the best. That takes so much of you. Mm. Too much effort. Too much effort, and kind of eats you inside. Mm. Okay, that's in, in every aspect of life. And yeah. Whatever you are, I think. Then that's, you are not going to enjoy what you like. Yeah. Because the good thing is, like, we're doing the research. Um, Like, my professor, he has, like, a lab uh, set up for exposure assessment and air quality science. And I had the opportunity to work with them. They have been studying these for years. They have patents and... It was more than just studying. It was more like working and getting experience and exposed to other things. I mean, the Harvard School of Public Health, they, you have this opportunity to see what's the big picture of yeah. environmental health, which is and not to work popular. with different people, different backgrounds. I mean, that's appealing also, except from the number one university. Yeah. To have the students and professors from all around the world, I guess. That's an amazing experience. Of course. It is, and you can 
continuing doing like doing that with when you work afterwards. And I don't think you finishing from the university. It's you know your opportunities end or meeting these people. So let me ask you something else now. Uh, when they ask you what do you do, what do you tell them? Because when they ask me, I tell them geologist, and I still don't believe I am a geologist. So when they ask you what do you do as a professor, a profession, what do you, you tell them? Uh, it gets complicated. <laughs> <laughs> so it's difficult to explain to somebody? Yes. Um, I think putting a label, it's, it's hard. I mean, why use a lab label? You can just explain maybe. Well, I say I'm exposure assessment scientist. Um, and the environmental and public health is not well known. Even now, it's it's getting more popular. Hmm. To make your life easier when you yeah, explain in, yourself. In general, because public health is not is not the medic. It doesn't aim to tr treat people. It's not yeah. like medicine. It's trying to prevent you from getting getting ill, Ill hmm. or even worse. Yes. So it's more like a pro protective uh, measures yeah. that you can take. Which is better, I guess, because you skip the cure. I mean, you don't need to find a cure if you prevent from the disease yeah, to happen. I'm not saying we, we still need the medicine. We're going to oh, get sick and course, people yeah. are going to die. That's no, but at least it can improve your life. And prevent. Prevent, yes. That's, that's a prevention That's aspect. the whole aim of... Precaution. Precaution pu of public health. getting health. You know, you, when you... Um, you know, give the knowledge that to people, inform them because in the states the people are very well informed of um, the dangers. Uh, I'm not saying dangers; that sounds very aggressive. <laughs> but um, the alerts, maybe, to their health. They do. They. I think they have the. Their. They have more, I don't want to say knowledge, but they're more well-informed mm, okay. about some um, health risks. And um, that's what I'm, we're trying, at least with, the, with this project, one part is to inform the people because if they're well-informed from um, experts, then they, you know, they give them like the right information, that's, that's huge. And let me uh, finish this interview with the final question. As a woman in science, what are what are your challenges? I mean, do you find sometimes um, do you find positions that some men were prom more promoted than you, or other challenges? Not only about the, f the gender uh, gap, but also other challenges as a woman in science. Yeah. In employment, in everything. Um. It wasn't easy for me to f find a post after my PhD. I don't, I don't know if that has to do with the gender. Um, I didn't find difficulties, to be honest, with being a woman. But when with with this uh, my position right now, most of them, most of the people that I work with are men. Okay. Uh, in the air pollution assessment, I don't know why, but there are very few. Well, I have worked more with men, and here I'm maybe the only woman in in the field for this project. But 
because I, with someone, with some of them, I know more of what I'm, we're supposed to do, I get more respect. So you're not more knowledgeable than them, so and that's and why they show respect. I'm not saying I'm not more knowledgeable because with the people I work, they have, you know, they have done. I think they have more experience than me. Um, I'm a postdoc for two years now. Maybe you have the latest knowledge because you were in the university. Yes, recently. we are following uh, some of the methods that the Harvard School of Public Health and the the lab I was working has developed so that's I guess that's one of the reasons and uh, my research at the during my doctoral studies was about dust storms um, but I feel that I'm very well respected that's good yeah you are one of the lucky ones yes. there, that you get respect to your I do, yes I do and you feel it's all the women get have the same respect and opportunities Because you said you don't find a lot of challenge in your life. Do you think every woman has the same challenges and... Oh, no, sorry, opportunities and... I think that not every person has the same opportunities and that every person has dif you know faces different challenges. Uh, but you shouldn't let the others that they want to challenge you, influence you or make you step back. I think that's um, you should be the one who challenge yourself, you know, and push yourself. That despite what whatever they say, I'm just gonna do my best. They want things I I know and I wanna do, and you know, if someone is uh, doesn't want to for some reason, then must maybe you shouldn't work with or for that person. Thank you for this <laughs> final message. I think a lot of people got inspired. Be helpful uh, yeah, with your that, That's my opinion. That that's from my experience. I don't know if it's going to change later. You know, but I, I hope so for you. I no. don't know, but good luck whatever you do. Uh, get us protection. Tell us. I will. I will. will with the next year from us. <laughs> Well, for that's, sure. That's here in Cyprus. What will happen? Thank you so much for this interview. Thanks for having me. And we will see you around, I guess, hopefully in the future with your alerts and yes. in the news. Thank you for watching it, this first interview. Hope you like it. And we'll see you soon with another interview in Hair Impact Podcast. Thank you.